0: What's up, friends? Back today with Frank Hermans, a Green Bay legend. Uh, Let Me Be Frank Productions—they do new shows so frequently; their turnaround is insane. Um, overall performer, entrepreneur, entertainer—just uh, a fun guy and very well known in the Green Bay community. Definitely check out a Let Me Be Frank production in this conversation we talked about his creative process the history of where he comes from and let me be frank productions uh his very large family and uh even his little mishap with the national anthem and his experience with charlie barrens so uh enjoy the conversation with frank Hermans. five
1: four three
0: What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? We're live. What is up, friends? Hey, hey. Welcome back to the But Why Not podcast. Because why not? But why not? I'm here with Frank Hermans of Let Me Be Frank Productions in Green Bay and he has just been an integral part of the the entertainment scene for as far as i know 20 years and as i've been learning even longer than that yeah yeah i've been around for a long time i'm really old i could be your dad <laughs> that was kind of a cool sound i just that's heard true. Yeah. <laughs> music <laughs> music that's yeah. nice um. So yeah, technically you could be. My, I could. My father. I,
1: I have a son who's thirty. Do you know that?
0: No, I yeah. did not know you're, that. You're learning
1: more and more stuff yeah. about me. How many kids? I, yeah. I have eight kids. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great cra- I know. Christmas is wonderful around my That's house. That's awesome. It's very expensive. My, <laughs>
0: <laughs> my parents. My parents both have. 10 kids in their family, so I'm familiar with it. Oh, big Oh, big families family on both dynamics. sides, aunts yeah. and uncles. Yeah, sweet, 53 cousins or something like that. Nice, yeah. birthday parties are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Two brothers is good, though. Yeah. I don't... Eight would be a yeah. lot. Yeah, because you, you don't like them all, you know? Yeah. You that <laughs> That's what I find, my <laughs> right, mom and dad, right. you know? When you have two, you can... <laughs> yeah they tell you they don't like them all or uh, no. yeah they do
1: they're, they have their favorites it's crazy it's uh yeah but i get that you know when you're young and old like maybe you're 16 and you got a four year old like i got right now i mean it's kind
0: of they don't get each other it's kind of right. like an uncle they're yeah, not brother sister dynamic, type thing you know for totally sure. different time can't be close yeah um so so with let me be frank productions you guys are doing uh new shows all Mm -hmm. the time you guys do a magazine that you put together that promotes the entertainment scene um and i know you guys just promote the entertainment scene as a whole through your online i'm a media mongrel is that what we say mongrel mongrel mogul mogul, there we go media mogul moving making moves (laughs) making moves um so, how did this all start? Want you to kind of explain yeah. that? Um, back in
1: 1994, I did a show called "The Amazing uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat," and uh, I worked my butt off six weeks, and all I got was applause. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, I thought, you know, for all this work that I'm doing, you should get paid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a buddy, Joe Kittinger, and I. Um, we were. Kind of brainstorming, and it was four years later, I, I, was, I owned a, a place called the Sports Corner, which is a, a banquet bar facility in uh, De Pere. and we had this big banquet room that was full every Friday and Saturday on wedding, uh, or weddings, mm-hmm. and then Sunday through Thursday, I had nothing in there. I said, hey, Joe, let's start a dinner theater, and he, and he, he said to me, I'll, I'll never forget this, hey, Frank, you know what the two worst businesses in the world are <laughs> that fail? Dinner theater and a bar, and you got both of them. <laughs> But anyway, we had a successful bar, so we, uh, yeah. 20 years ago, uh, February of 2000, we did our first show called The Temp, we sold out every show, and nice. I paid every one of my actors, and that's where it all started. That's awesome. Yeah. So, when what like
0: what is a dinner theater? What was The Temp? What well, back then, like?
1: The Temp was a show we bought from a playwright in Minneapolis, okay. Brian Kelly, I paid $500 for it, we got the rights to it, got to use the music, and uh, after Joe and I did the show, and by the way, some of these people that were with me 20 years ago are still with me me today in fact i married one of them wow yeah isn't that crazy that is crazy yeah she she's crazy anyway amy i love you anyway so um we 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 did this show and and joe and i were were talking to each other you know we should write our own stuff this is not that difficult you need a story um you know you you, let's do let's start with a variety show so we started with a variety show a 70s show um i do elvis impersonations i do other impersonations he does dean martin and other so we kind of went that route we did the fabulous 70s of, in april of 2000 and that was our first original show and we, since then we've written 127 different shows now we do scripted shows that are mm-hmm. full stories not not variety shows so mm-hmm. that's insane yeah i know so what's the turnover on a show? Well, I tell you what, uh, we have, and I'll give you some figures that are going to blow your mind. We have uh, sold over three hundred and fifty thousand tickets in twenty years. Isn't that crazy? Insane, Where man. is the
0: money? That's what I <laughs> want to know. But, yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, the turnover as far you mean as a uh,
0: yeah no no how long does a show last? Okay, so yeah maybe I maybe before we even yeah. get to that like yeah. um like what what can people expect from a show okay. like someone thinking about oh this is interesting like what are the shows
1: that's a great question and i'm gonna tell you why because people think oh community theater it is not that mm-hmm. it's like nothing else you have seen in the country i traveled pretty much all over the united states and went to different dinner theaters went to chanhausen in, in uh, minneapolis I, I went to branson went to dollywood i saw what other people were doing before we really got into building a, a new theater and uh, what i found out is what we do is first of all they're original stories they're about northeastern wisconsin i mm-hmm. pride myself on being what's called a history bluff and you can find it on youtube i got a little channel called the history bluff and i like history but not a lot of times when I'm talking about that history, I'm kinda of making the crap up mm-hmm. and I don't even know it. I am believing my own bullshit. Can I say that? Yeah. On this? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm believing what I'm what I'm saying and that's where it kinda of comes in. For instance, um, we're writing a show about Little Shoot. Our next show is called Little Shoots and Ladders. Well, I know that Little Shoot is full of Hollanders. Back mm-hmm. in eighteen forty eight, Father Vandenbroek Bought, brought three boatloads of Hollanders, and they're all there. There's the Van Zeelands, there's the every Vanda, van. Van
0: and Van Vanda, Yeah, there's yeah.
1: every van known to man. Yeah. And, uh, so we write a little bit about that history but it's all made up. My last name is Hermans and I call us the Van Hermans mm-hmm. and we're like the Partridge family. So we're nice. doing a little 70s stuff. So that was that's the little niche that we have with history I think is mm-hmm. different than anybody else in the United States and plus we write 6 different shows every year. Totally different. Wow. Now the music genres might be, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily write our own music, okay. which I do do for some songs. Did I say I do do? Yeah. I I did say Do-do-do, that. But yeah. I <laughs> but like this show that's coming up little shoots and ladders, it's all 70s music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So And it's comedy. It's funny funny new comedy. It's stuff that, you know, we use relevant stuff, uh, uh, you know, we're doing slapstick all the way to uh, you know, Top of the mind aware aware stuff on
0: that you see in the yeah. news it's really funny funny witty stuff that's really cool yeah. and obviously six shows a year and so so to answer my own question from before how long does a show last four weeks two, two okay so is it yeah. like four weeks and then basically you have four or five weeks to write the next one yep and then that next one Yep. Okay. we
1: we do in fact it, uh, it's a full time job. I have thirteen full time employees that work for me that make their living doing theater in wow. Green Bay. That's nuts. But anyway, nuts. they they get. I think there's like three vacation times where they get two weeks off at a time mm-hmm. during the year where we get more than enough Do you time. Like-
0: do you like uh, stagger the vacation spots for people? There you, no,
1: it, it just kind of works out that we, there's two weeks in March, there's two weeks in May, and there's two weeks in October mm-hmm. that we can uh, plan things around. And everybody yeah. plans their schedule. Now we do have actors and actresses that do maybe one or two shows a year. A year? Oh. Did I say a year? <laughs> and then we have some that do every show. So I have right. a pot to pick from. People yeah. do audition for me all the time, but it's tough to get in.
0: Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you um, have you ever seen uh, Seven Days to Air? Seven Days a, to Air. Tell it's me about, about it. South Park. I love
1: South Park. What is it? Is it what? Tell me what it's, it's a, about.
0: It's a documentary yeah. that basically exp- like shows the creative process for South Park. Okay. And they make each episode in the six days before the next one airs.
1: Oh, it's kind of like Saturday Night Live, like how they put yeah, their, sh- their yeah, stuff together. Exactly. So
0: they they start with like a layout, like the the storyline. Yeah, basically like. And I think they have, you know, they'll be like, we. These are some things we want to talk about, yeah. and then they have this idea board, sure, like for the first two days, and then it's all about just like, what would the character say about this? But you should watch it. I think it would probably inspire you. I would, and love I'm, I'm to sure th- you're. It seems like you're in that world, in that like flow already of like, okay, next show. Yep. You know,
1: our writing process has changed over the years. It used to be where we always f- laugh about the first time we wrote. Our first show, The Fabulous 70s, was on bar napkins sitting at a bar, and it mm-hmm. was. Hey, this would be a funny skit, let's do this. We didn't actually write dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Pat, who's my partner, he's my writing partner, we started doing like, we put uh, get all these uh, you know, big sheets of paper, stick them all over all the ideas, and then we'd go through that. Now, uh, for the last like 15 years, I'll write the script. Pat writes a script once in a while too, but he's more the music end of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll, I'll write a script, send it to him, he'll add some funny. We'll add we'll add some things. So, it is kind of like that. I hate yeah. to say, you know, because I'll sit down. Like right now, we we got little shoots and ladder. It opens Friday. I'm already thinking about our next show. What's called, which right. is called uh, the Hodag Scooby Doo, um, and it's Scooby Doo and the gang go and find the Hodag up in Rhinelander. Nice. It's, it's gonna be freaking hilarious. <laughs> but uh, so I'm already thinking of that show because yeah. I've finished writing this show. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll start writing next week because I've already picked the songs out for that show, okay. and then I'll write around the song. So it's kind of like the kind of the building process. Yeah. How long does it take you to write a script? You know, you're gonna you're gonna shit, but mm-hmm. people out there, I'm sorry I said that, but um, <laughs> I'm thinking about a show. I'll sit down. I got a camper. I bought a camper three years ago to go yeah. camping with the family. You know what I use it for? My office. Nice. It's I do have an office in Green Bay, but I like to get away a little solitude. Mm-hmm. I'll sit in there and I'll hammer out a show Mm -hmm. in 8 hours I'll hammer out a full show I'll be listening to the CD I'll be listening to the music and I love to write dialogue Um, I'll clean the show up for a week you know Mm -hmm. think about stuff oh I should have put that there Uh, then my wife uh, who is my grammar Nazi? We'll go through and it's like you write like you think. There's not as many commas <laughs> as you think you need there right. you know that's and funny. she'll she'll clean it up for me and why do you use a question mark all the time? Whatever. Yeah. Um, so it, it, there is a process and it's become kind of uh, scientific like I, I gotta tell you if I had a, if I had an idea, if you gave me an idea right now, that's why I like to do this stuff and I've done it with other people. If you gave me an idea, I could have a show for you in a couple hours. I could. I like to yeah. write dialogue. I like to write comedy. And uh, just like we're doing right now, you could just throw it up on paper. What about Kim Rooley
0: Jong-un?
1: Oh, that's an easy one. <laughs> Come on. There's already a movie about it already, dude. You know? <laughs> what, is that, uh,
0: what is that one? The interview or something? Yeah, the
1: interview, which is hilarious, yeah. by the yeah, way. And those movie. two guys wrote that. Yeah, you know, think about it and remember the death threats they had and and other. True, yeah. You know, it was. It, I they couldn't wait through. to see it, and they did. Yeah. They held off the release uh, yeah. because
0: of stuff, but that's creative, man. Yeah, Seth is amazing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, one sec. Yeah, you gotta let us know when it's like six fifteen, is it? Because that's when he's. Gonna oh be
1: yeah, play. because I got I got rehearsal tonight. I forgot. I gotta be there. I just wanted to make yeah. sure he. Yeah, was yeah it's five forty-two. Okay, so we, we got, got time. we got
0: time. We got time for sure. So. um did you ever do improv comedy or like mm-hmm. I, we were talking and you like owned a comedy club i
1: did i uh, in
0: or you uh, still do or what
1: was uh, back let's go way way back in 1986 i was a dj in a, in a club called doc and eddies in green bay i was a senior in college and i was one of the only guys in town who could beat mix now beat mixing all that is is record to record you can take 110 beats and get into 116 makes it sounds like the same song and i got into this and i i started being an mc and uh, at this club uh doc and eddie's it was closing down and they offered me a job down in columbia missouri which is like madison okay, okay. U- university of Missouri, M- missouri's there mm-hmm. so i took an assistant manager when i got there i took it to a different level and i started doing i mean i'd hire strippers uh, i mean male strippers i'd i'd have lingerie parties and i started doing comedy bringing in comedy just something different in these yeah. clubs besides being a dance club yeah and uh and i thought when, when, when i finished down there was in 1989 i moved back up to green green bay fox hills resort i started doing comedy there i'm like right. you know i'm sick of owners making money i'm gonna do my own thing yeah so i, I bought a building in green bay mm-hmm. and in 1992 my brother mike my brother heath and my dad uh, remodeled the place wow. and back then i could get a headliner for 600 bucks and, and an opener for 200 bucks for a whole week wow. and i put them at a a shitty hotel for 25 bucks a night. Mm -hmm. I made a killing. I made a killing for two years. Nice. And in 1994, uh, the Funny Bone opened up in Green Bay and just killed my business because they Uh. papered the city with free tickets. Skyline wasn't even open yet down here. There was a comedy club in Appleton, Wow. but there was really just me. And I was bringing comedians from all over. In fact, some of the guys I've had, I had Nick DiPaolo who has his own... uh, uh, serious channel uh nick pardo who has his own game show now so some of these guys yeah. that i booked back then i see him on tv now it's it's kind of crazy. crazy but yeah that's and i had my own shtick i had 15 minutes of opening okay that i could uh i was a i was the opener did get you ever going.
0: did you ever work with it did you ever or oh was god it, yeah I, I, sucked.
1: I, I sucked i <laughs> sucked i wasn't funny i got funnier as i because yeah. nerves yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's an. Anybody who does stand up will tell you, you got to get over that. Mm-hmm. Who cares if you're not funny? You will be eventually. When's the last time that you. Done stand up? <laughs> Back then. 25 years oh, ago. Okay. I mean, I could, if I had to, throw yeah. something together. It's just stories. Yeah, for sure. You know, you just you're come up with some fun stories.
0: Plenty of them. And if you're.
1: We could talk about the national anthem. Yeah, I mean, I could yeah. make people laugh about
0: that. Um, yeah, so. Uh, as we were stumbling through to try and figure out how to get the show on. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about how you fudged up the I did. Uh, I'm that guy. I from anthem. now on, I will be known as that guy. And, yeah. I,
1: and the, the reason why I know that after I messed up the national anthem last year at the Packer game. Folks, you can YouTube it. it it's called Epic Fail National Anthem. we will link it, it in the comments. Yeah, you'll comment. we'll link it. It's got 400,000 <laughs> or 600,000 views right now. Yeah. Uh <laughs> and I had to own it. I had to own it. Yeah. Um I didn't sleep much that that night because I was uh, taking care of some business. I did something with Charlie, the Man I Talk Minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing some news stories. I didn't sleep, and I came in to work that morning at 5 a.m., and I was at Quick Trip on Oneida Street in Green Bay, and somebody okay. goes, you're that guy. So <laughs> that's, from now on, yeah. I'll be known as that guy.
0: That's forever. The
1: infamous. But I tell you <laughs> I what, stink. it was the worst of times and the best of times. Yeah. Of course, I didn't want to screw it up. I didn't want to screw it up. I wanted to nail it.
0: So, so what happened?
1: Well, I <laughs> had to... I had to, you know, I, I was on every TV station in, in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I owned it. I apologized for it. Um, my Christmas show, I think I, I sold an extra thousand tickets because of it. So that was the good part. <laughs> yeah. But who wants to screw up? Nobody. Yeah, I, sure. I, I, if I could redo it, I would have I would have nailed it. And you know what? I've gotten some notoriety on it. Yeah. But I wouldn't have been on Charlie Barron's. I wouldn't have, uh, you know, gotten some, uh, I did get some nasty comments. So that I had yeah. to, and I, was i there, reached out to almost everyone I tried mm-hmm. to that that wasn't happy because it was an honest mistake. Nobody should screw up the national anthem. Yeah. But there were some, some circumstances
0: that happened that people don't know about mm-hmm. that caused me to lose focus. Mm-hmm. So, what uh what how long did it take you to come to that uh that mindset about like <sighs> this is okay? Oh god. Yeah. Months. Okay.
1: I can still I still J, 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 you guys are too young but there was a there's a an episode of Fred Flintstone where he uh does something that's embarrassing and he goes metamorpho and he gets really small <laughs> that's what I think of every time i somebody'll call me to do the national anthem. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't and I've done it. I've done it for a GB game. I've done it for the girls and the boys. Yeah. I don't ever want to do it again. Yeah. It sucks. But I get that feeling of, you know, you just did something really stupid. Mm-hmm. You know? well you what gotta you move doing? you gotta keep moving yeah, forward. that's what at you end do today yeah
0: yeah i was just obvious it seems like you have a good perspective on it now yeah like i don't think you should hang your head and,
1: no i i did for, for and my wife was like what is snap out of it you yeah. know i did i snapped out of it but yeah. it's still you don't want to that's a, it's our national it's our song you know it's yeah you don't screw it up and i've i've sung it a thousand times i shouldn't have and We'll, we'll, uh, and <laughs> I had Charlie do the do the telethon with me this year. Yeah. And uh, boy, did he throw me under the bus
0: every chance he could on TV. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> it was awesome. That's funny. Yeah. Was they don't do the national anthem at the CP telethon, do they? Uh no. Oh, no. Okay. No, we used to. How did they sneak it in? Do they, you remember they, any of them? Uh,
1: well, they they did, They had me. Hey, Frank, why don't you sing the. Oh no! I did.
0: Yeah. It was just kind of a
1: joke thing. So. That's yeah.
0: funny. Yeah. Um uh, well, it's awesome that you move past it. Not, yeah, not yeah. that. Yeah, you made the best of a. I did. Of a, I did.
1: You know, I've I've done sure. things on stage where I, you know, slipped up and, mm-hmm. and you know when you when you're doing theater, you can't say ass, you can't say shit, mm-hmm. and I've done that a few times. Yeah. You know, you just gotta move on, or you know, you want to make people happy, and
0: um, <laughs> you know, that's the whole thing. I think that's the key, and like, I don't have a ton. I did stand up once. You in did co- in college. How'd it yeah. go? It went well. Awesome. Honestly, it was, uh, I don't know. I think the college crowd is just super forgiving because okay. they I don't know if it was just like, wow, they're doing it or what. But, um, I think as a non-performer looking in from the outside, it seems like the, the best like method for any bad situation is to just keep moving. You have to, yeah. especially in entertainment. Yeah. You move
1: like, on. It's just the way it is going to happen. And, um, I hope they ask me back. <laughs> yeah, I'd do it. I totally yeah. try. I'd be, be so fun. nervous, but I tell you what, I'd do it. I've never been more nervous. I, I also do uh, Elvis impersonation contests. I did them for years. I took fourth mm. place in the nation in two thousand
0: six. Wow, was I, that in Vegas or what no? Was it
1: was in Branson, Missouri. Okay, I got to perform on the Legend Stage. I know it doesn't look like I look like Alec Baldwin, but I also do Elvis. Uh, <laughs> do and, you do an
0: Alec Baldwin impersonation?
1: No, I don't. But I did a Trump thing because oh, okay. the, the, the old Trump uh, yeah. Alec Baldwin for a company one time. Anyway. It went over well,
0: (laughs) Uh, but I forgot where I was going with that. Um, Branson, Elvis, I I think you were just telling maybe – your history, of, yeah, yeah. You know, well,
1: funny. I don't know something like that. I was talking about <laughs> something about Elvis. I don't know. I lost my tra- train okay. of thought. That's all right.
0: So what, no like, nervous
1: ner- nervousness. <laughs> Doing when you when you're competing against other Elvises or Elvi as they're called. The, you know the yeah. flock of Elvis. I would get really nervous before that because they're my peers. Mm-hmm. When I when I go on stage, and let me be frank, I am not nervous at all. And there's you know we'll have 800 people in the audience. Mm-hmm. It's because I wrote the show. I'm com- I'm comfortable. Right.
0: You know you know it in and yeah all, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah um where like where do you see yourself in the in the green bay entertainment scene like where do you see your role
1: well my role is to uh i feel because of my magazine and let me be franks has become you know really a stalwart i mean we've been there you know we have a consistent crowd we have mm-hmm. uh you know 1200 or 1500 season ticket holders we're a mainstay a rock for the meyer theater i'd like to um what i what i want to I guess what I'm trying to say is what I like to do is co- co-mingle with other entertainment groups, get them involved with what I do and what they do so we can uh, participate together because arts is is a... Uh, it's it's a community. It's yeah. a community. And that's one thing that I really strive to do, especially with the magazines. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I give 501Cs big breaks in... the in. My, oh, by the way, this is my magazine, Frankly Green Bay. Mm-hmm. There you go. I don't know if you can see it, but um, to, to advertise and to... Um, I'll come out and do stuff. They can come out and do stuff at my my show, uh, co-promote. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. I mean, there's a, the people that come to your show are going to come to my show, or the people that come to my show come to your show. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I really want to do. What I really want to do with Green Bay, too, is bring Fox River Valley up north, because still people think that Green Bay is going up north. Yeah. And they think that. People in, like, uh, Little Chute or or, Kikana, yeah. or Green Bay, that's up
0: north. Yeah, that's you interesting. Know? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what we're trying to approach too on the yeah. Venture Wisconsin is like half our way is not much. No, it's not. I live in Brilliant, so I'm
1: halfway between Manitowoc, Appleton, and Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's like nothing for me to go yeah. anywhere. And I think people should look at that when they want to They want to see entertainment. I know you, there's lots of things to choose from now. There's more mm-hmm. and more. And, uh, you know, the, the entertainment dollar is, is, you got to split that up so many ways. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that we're exposing as many, you know, venues or, or or uh artists that we can, especially yep. in the magazine and with Let Me Be Franks. Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. It seems like you're giving back to the game if you kinda my
1: thing, man. I, oh, yeah. I give to the community. Community gives back to us. I you know, of course I think you know I've been the host for the C P telethon for the last uh fourteen years mm-hmm. and we've been the entertainment for fourteen years. And uh, I just got voted. I'm the president of the uh, of the board of directors for CP. It's an honor, you know. Awesome. I just the the what we can do for our community. It's tenfold what you get back.
0: So awesome, man, you know? I, I believe it too. Just like, yeah, you gotta give back to what what feeds you. And exactly. At the end of the day. the the community is the ultimate thing that feeds you so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah if there was no community it's all
1: networking man it's everybody helping everybody out and we all can rise Rise above rise
0: together yeah rising tide and raises all ships yep i think i think what i've found and it's pure luck i was just born here but with in doing what we're doing like the community here is so i mean there might be other places like this but Uh i don't like i don't know where they are i don't either i right.
1: mean when i when you when you uh talk to me at that event, mm-hmm. event i've been i've checked you guys out see what was mm-hmm. going on and this is a cool cool platform that people can uh, get to know about what's going on in wisconsin and yeah. especially in this community and uh, i'm pretty honored to be on here evan thanks for having me man yeah cool. thanks yeah. absolutely yeah. um
0: where can people find the everywhere the every
1: quick trip known to man <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you have to drop them off yourself or no I, ga- that...
1: I got four people that deliver okay but while i was down here i'm you know i've been i've been i was at the coffee shop across the street here uh-huh. i went to hide music yeah just, drop, know, a just drop a few off I, I do it everywhere i go there you but go. we have 364 locations you can get them at now from uh, howard down to oshkosh from kiwani to pulaski and uh, i have four people that deliver now so wow. yeah that's awesome yeah
0: where do you where do you see this do you see this as being something where you just kind of continue the mission and just like keep feeding the beast in terms of your creative output? Or is this something that you see transforming um, maybe maybe as you get older? Or like where do you see Let Me Be Frank Productions? Well, like, first
1: of all, I have eight kids, so mm-hmm. I gotta support them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, it, it's funny, my wife and I, we, t- we talk about this after, because I have an eight-year-old, a five-year-old and a three-year-old. Okay after each kid, I started another business. So I have, I have three businesses because of these three kids, but I didn't do it for the money's sake. I think I did it more to promote what we do and what we can do. Um, and what I see, I see, let me be Frank's continuing on. My son is 19 Blake. He's an amazing talent and a, an amazing, I just need him to get through college. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll take this over. I would love to continue writing scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, I can't give it up, you know. I'm gonna keep doing this till I can't do it anymore. I can still sing and dance. Heck People yeah. want to come come and see me. Uh, the magazine is always going to be there. It's 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 become a niche paper because, as we know, print media. It is. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can do about it. Magazines. I mean, they're so thin now. Um, nobody. Everybody's social media, digital media. I know that uh, one quarter of my marketing budget now is spent with 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 m- digital media or, or mm-hmm. social media, where it used to be one quarter of my budget was spent in the uh, the the press gazette, you know, or, or the post crescent. Right. And granted, those are still viable, mm-hmm. but they're so shrinking so much. So mm-hmm. I started this magazine thinking, you know, because I've seen some other stuff like this in Austin, Texas, and in San Antonio, where I've uh, where it's just about culture entertainment and art mm-hmm. and that's what i wanted to do and we started this you know s- to be selfish to market myself but mm-hmm. hey we're marketing everybody else too mm-hmm. and it's an event calendar people can go you know you go to somebody from out of town comes to uh, hey where can i go on tuesday night where's the band well i got it right here you know they can they could just look in here they can go online my website yeah. reads like the magazine too nice so,
0: yeah i like it um what time do we got Hey, we're five fifty-seven. Okay, we
1: got a couple of minutes yep.
0: Okay, so why don't you tell us, like, so when you graduated college, mm-hmm. you decided to go kind of the business route. I did, right? Um, what, where, like, when did the, like, did the theater stuff come out before two thousand? You know, I've always, I, you know, when I was in the band or I'm a band. I was
1: always in a band, by the, the band, way. Man. I was always in a band. When I was I in, played, the band, I just in the band, in the band, man, I, I got. To, I play guitar and sing, so I've always okay. had that. So, and I was booking stuff, comedy, other bands, mm-hmm. and I just, I want,
0: I wanted to perform. I didn't want to become. I can see that liquor and bottles at the end yeah, of the night. It's, it's cool that like everything you were doing always like pulled that little entertainer out of you yeah. it seems like you were emceeing mm-hmm. and you still do all you know all those things so what's your what's your favorite part about what you're doing now writing Is writing
1: by far nice. i love to write i can't wait to write the next show as much as there's a uh, a time crunch sometimes i, I put that on myself we're like oh i gotta get this done so i can proofread and i can make sure it's funny and blah 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 but i love sitting down uh, I'm ready to go, and my thoughts are there, and and I write. Performing is great. Don't get me wrong, but I got, you know, seven other people on stage that I can make really funny, or make them do, and they're all so talented. And they can all sing so well. I don't mind being the third wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, granted, I write the shows. I get some of the the praise and stuff, but that's not big to me. I just I want to make sure everybody else is funny. Mm-hmm. That makes me laugh on yeah. stage. You know, to see somebody or see my son uh do something funny michael o'malley is my uh guy that's his he's flexible and he's his body language i can make him do physical comedy and he's amazing at it Mm -hmm. my wife can sing like anybody else you know Mm christina aguilera anybody she can sound just like him Mm -hmm. so i can do harder stuff you know lisa borley can sail uh you know and uh, um uh, Casey Schumacher is such a dynamic, funny individual that I can make her uh, do stuff that's uncomfortable sometimes for um, a female performer to do. You know, there's 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 lines I gotta make sure I don't cross and make sure make sure that are are working together. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a fun. It's like putting a crossword puzzle together, or yeah. I mean a jigsaw puzzle together. you know? Yeah. Crossword yeah. would be weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bunch of riddles. Yeah.
0: Um, hey, you got a question there? What do you got? What do you got? What does it say? Get this loser off the oh, air? Paperfest. How do we get in that magazine? Oh,
1: Paperfest. Hey, you know what? Uh, Paperfest, you just give me a call uh, or, or email me at frank at letmebefranks.com. We do, uh, of course, our market is kind of Brown County, uh, oh, okay. but we want to make sure that we, if somebody from the Valley wants to, to be recognized, we put them in there. Nice. So we will definitely put you in. And also, I do my picks of the week. Every Tuesday on Channel 5, I have a TV program called Frankly okay. Green Bay where I do my picks of the week, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a plug.
0: So, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that's cool, though. Basically, what you're saying is you give – you're a, you're able to, like, allow people to be, like, a better version of themselves or, like, the best version, yeah. just kind of, like, watch them shine. You know? I love it because
1: I, yeah. you know, I know what their strengths are. Yeah. They
0: don't even know what their strengths are, Some but that. I can see – maybe what i
1: like what i think mm-hmm. that they're good at and then i uh that's you know, what a good leader uh, is. you know what they say about good leaders they surround them with people who are more talented than themselves and that's mm. what i've done everybody is so good and so strong and i just get to lay back and watch you know the magic happen you know yeah. hopefully we get you to see a show sometime man
0: yeah that'd be you sweet. know
1: you know i like to get you
0: young folks out there too yeah <laughs> absolutely I'll yeah. Go. um i wanted to ask you about your writing process yeah. like so you're in the camper for eight hours On and off. i mean i go to the bathroom and yeah. go eat and stuff are the kids come and bother me it's awesome like how is it like is it candlelight do you open the window is i open it the windows i turn the air conditioning
1: on i drink a lot of coffee uh i can't i can't drink anymore like beer when i do it because i got to have a clear head mm-hmm. um that's one of the things like I tell you, twenty years ago, mm-hmm. I'd be half pissed up on stage when I was performing. I can't mm-hmm. do that anymore. You yeah. know, I'm getting older. I need the clear thinking, and mm-hmm. and uh, um, you want to be sharp. You want to make sure you're right. Because I love current events. I like writing. Mm-hmm. You know, I we throw the little lines in there about politics We don't we don't we don't go politics necessarily, but we'll throw little things in there just mm-hmm. that people oh, they just talked about that you know or whatever uh, that's going on in, in the community or whatever. Yeah. Um, so i love doing that i don't like to steal comedy mm-hmm. but you know some of the best comedy is stolen so every once in a while you, you'll get an old joke from from that somebody used a little or reference a little something. reference and um because there's a lot of comedy greats i mean i on serious radio i listen to comedy all the time mm-hmm. i do I, lo- I love it i listen i listen to stories and i i'm an avid reader so i i'm i mean i'm a book a week guy okay. books on tape i'm driving right now i'm listening to a great one uh, by uh dean coots in my my uh my jeep right now
0: is it more so like fiction or non-fiction fiction okay.
1: non-fiction everything okay i love it all nice. uh history you know i yeah. i think i've been i've gotten all the revolutionary guys done hamilton washington mm-hmm. you know jefferson all their you know biographies and stuff. Sweet. I love that stuff, and I get to do a lot of work with the with the museum up in uh, Green Bay. The 200th anniversary. I got to. I wrote a show about uh, uh, Brown County. He was named after General Brown, General Jacob Brown. So I wrote like a 45 minute play about Jacob Brown, and I did a one man show. I also wrote a show about uh, uh, Ebenezer Childs, who's one of the city founders of Green Bay, who was uh, first Brown County Sheriff. He was the f- uh, the first congressman from that era, built the first frame house. But he was a bullshitter. He liked to bullshit on what he did. Sure. So I wrote a funny show about Ebenezer Childs, a musical, and I wrote all the music and stuff. So I get to write about historical figures too. I love it. That's
0: awesome. Where do you perform? Usually?
1: Neville, public museum, okay. private parties. Okay. Um, we've done the, uh, at the Heritage Hill, you mm-hmm. know, I wrote uh, in the Moravian Church. Uh, we actually perform with all of the shows we do, about 200 dates a year. It's nuts, yeah. And Christmas time is where it's like Black Friday, baby. Christmas comes around like the we we do three four shows a day sometimes. Okay, yeah.
0: So that's how you're getting the the bankroll number. Yeah, that's how we're getting bankrolled. Yeah, (laughs) no, no, but 200 shows in a year. Yeah, unless you're doing. You know, two, three, four. Yeah, a day like sometimes. Christmas.
1: Sometimes we'll have we'll have a matinee. I'll have a show in between. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, um, so I, I I shouldn't say we'll do four. I've done three, where I'll have a matinee. I'll do an Elvis Christmas show somewhere mm-hmm. in the afternoon, and then we'll have an evening show. Uh, my wife and I have a, a Christmas tribute show that we do Elvis and Reba. Uh, we do that all over, and then I have Reba some McIntyre? Yeah, she's. Yeah. You ought to see my wife sing, man. She's. That's cool. She sounds just like Reba. She sounds just like uh, Janice Joplin. She sounds just like. Uh, I do share also, by the really? way. Yeah, it's it's a sight. Six you, foot three, two hundred fifty pound share. It's pretty cool. <laughs> share the share do believe right? Yes, you know it. Can do you, you yeah. believe in life
0: after love? <laughs> that wasn't that good, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. still, we didn't give good. you a chance to warm up. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Have you ever done the Manitowoc yeah. theater?
1: Yeah, Capital Civic Center. We're we're there uh, five times a year. Oh, okay, uh, we do one date of every show there. So uh, we okay. love that theater. We have nice. performed. Uh, I just was at the PAC. Sweet. Did uh, Capital Credit Union's uh, uh, thing on Tuesday. We did our tribute show for That's them. Awesome. Yeah, on the big stage is pretty cool. What's yeah. uh?
0: What's who's the coolest person? Uh, like famous person you've ever met? Coolest person,
1: this? famous person I've ever met. You know, you're gonna think this is weird, but I met. Um, jimmy osmond do you know who jimmy osmond is it's donnie's brother okay (laughs) i met him in branson missouri at his show i don't get a chance to meet a lot of famous people i've interviewed some cool people uh um
0: uh let me see who's who's your favorite local talent that you've ever interviewed
1: oh favorite local uh that would be norb rosick norb rosick reverend norb um, he's in a band called Boris and the Sprinkler, craziest dude I have ever interviewed in my life. Also, Mike Esserkan from Comedy City okay. uh, is a great interview. So yeah, there is a lot of characters in this community. I, I need to get more into Fox River Valley, get some of those guys up there too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I got Michael Bailey from uh, from uh, Vic, Vic Ferrari. Ferrari. He's uh, he's coming in next Tuesday. Nice. We're gonna. He's a character. He's awesome, man. You have fun. He sing. I'm sure. taking them to lunch. Nice. That'll be fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Frank. Evan, thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate
1: you having me on here. Thank, thank you, everybody. Yeah, Good luck. Thanks in the future, for watching. Man. Yeah. But
0: why not get out there and make the most of your day? Why not? Thank you so much for watching. Uh, like I said, Let Me Be Frank Productions. Definitely check out a show. They're super popular, a hometown staple in Green Bay. And. I think Frank's message with the national anthem thing is really interesting. It's, uh, it's that of, you know, retribution. It's that of, of being able to return and um, face up to your mistakes and just continue on even through the hate. So thank you for listening. Thank you so much and have a great day.